What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, whatever. And never. Amen. Amen. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> howdy. Howdy. That's a new one. Yes. Um, oddly, we've never started a, this podcast. With a howdy. With a howdy. Or, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of weird. It's interesting. Yeah. Maybe we're growing up. Things that make you go, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I got, like, an award uh-huh. I, with air quotes award. Uh-huh. It was, like, a at a banquet where they would give out, like, actual awards, and then they would come up, like, come up with something like that... Like, bullshit awards. It, well, not bullshit, but they would come up with something that suited the person receiving it. Gotcha. Like, at an example... <laughs> I got an award called Things That Make You Go Hmm. Hmm. Because I guess I was just weird. That's hilarious. When you say that, I always think of Ron White when he's like, Things That Make You Go. Oh, God. (laughs) No, it was Things That Make You Go Hmm. (laughs) And uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Like, she was like, she snaps a lot. She slaps her thigh a lot. She does. I'm like, That's, I don't do all these things, do I? <laughs> like, it, you're like, what? It, um, <laughs> yeah. So, Haley and I are a fan of the action. We're action films. We're action film junkies. Females. <laughs> action film females. <laughs> We love the action films. Yes. Our, we've talked about this. Like, our favorite movie is Kill Bill. Yes. Volume 1 and Volume 2. Yours is Volume 2. Right. Mine is Volume 1. I also love any sort of violence in a movie. Like, I love Fight Club. Which is funny because you don't like scary I movies. I hate scary but movies. But you love violence. I love violence. Interesting. Yeah. Even, like, the majority of music I like to listen to, like in my own time is mm-hmm. like very aggressive. I mostly listen to soft music. You do. I'm just really a soft person. Pink baby. I'm a pink little baby. Pink baby. A fluffy little baby. A fluffy little baby. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know if you kind of realize this, but this is kind of a this is kind of a like a, a two-part thing that we are doing right now. Yeah, we um we like to to do we like the to talk movie. about movies. Yeah, we like to talk about films, but they, they, they but they they have a, they have a place. They have a place. They have a place. I just wagged my finger at you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> wagged the finger, but they have a place, mm-hmm. and it is country music culture. Yeah, because this, this movie is country music culture. This movie is filled. With, with country, country people. Yes. Country music stars. Yeah. Country music people that were kind of more chill. Which is interesting because it was like, that's not a thing that happens really. No. You don't have like a movie like kind of set in the backwoods and then like hire a bunch of country stars. Like, oh brother. Yeah. They didn't do that. They really didn't. They did not. They had George Clooney. And they didn't they and they hired Dan Tominsky to yeah. do the vocals. They yeah. Didn't, they didn't they didn't hire the someone actual people. So Yeah. So does that mean Shout like, out to Dan Tominsky, by the way. Does this maybe mean the director kind of had a 
well, preference for bringing in country stars? I have. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna posit something. Okay. I would say this is not so much a director's idea as the actor, oh. as it was a producer's idea. Okay. All right. Just a, a personal thing. Um, because nine times out of ten, if there is something kind of, uh, not really goofy. Yeah. But if there's something that would, say, make you go, hmm. A little quirky. A little quirky. It was because of the producer. Okay. The, the person with the money insisted. That makes sense. We're going to do it like this. Yeah. Or I'm not going to give you my money. Or you're fucked. <laughs> Why don't we actually tell them the film that we are going to be discussing? Should we say it at the same time? Yes. All right. One, two, three. Fire, Fire down, down below. below. We're talking about Fire Down Below. The Steven Seagal 1997 classic. Classico. Yes. At this point. Here's the deal. I had never heard of this movie mm-hmm. ever. And then I I think I've mentioned it a couple times. And I, it just goes right over my head. Yeah. But then finally I was like, hey, I think we should really do this. <laughs> You're um, like, we need to watch this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie. I know. I know you did. A little too much. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Let me tell you about the first time I ever saw this film. Tell me. It was not that long ago. Oh. And it was around Christmas time a couple years ago. Okay. And I saw that there was a movie coming on called Fire Down Below. That is a very interesting title. Yeah. Fire. It's what's funny. It's cheesy as fuck. It is cheesy. The title, though, and the thing is, there is a classic film called Fire Down Below. Uh Uh-huh. But the title, Fire Down Below, Mm -hmm. it almost sounds like a made-up movie title. Absolutely. Like, um, there is a... Like a Will Ferrell movie or something. Like, if you're watching a movie, Mm -hmm. and one of the characters is, like, an actor, Mm -hmm. and they'll refer back to Fire Down Below. Yeah. Like... He hasn't he hasn't had a hit since Fire Down Below and you know it. <laughs> right. Totally fabricated. That voice I just did. Was perfect. Is perfect. Lobster oil. No. <laughs> Were you trying to talk about lobster water? I was. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to talk about lobster water. Lobster water. If you know what that's referring to, you God know me personally. Bless Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So let me let me just say real quick. Yeah, say it. This is a little bit of a tangent, but not really. Go for it. So that voice, this voice right here that we were just doing. Yeah. If I am working, mm-hmm. and I have something stressful happen. Oh, you change your voice. I have something stressful and I need to rant about it for a second and then move on. You do it in a different voice. I will, I will, you know, take a moment Mm -hmm. and I will complain Mm -hmm. about the thing that just happened (laughs) in that voice. And I'm telling you. In the Brooklyn accent. I am telling you right now. With With the nails. With the hands. I picture myself having inch long nails on each finger. And I'm going to tell you right now, the stress melts off of my body i can't it it can't leave fast enough so i used to do that with an australian accent oh when i wanted to say something i was like maybe like 
a little I knew was not probably the thing to say I would change my voice <laughs> like uh yeah I, <laughs> trust me I'm yes. familiar with that move yes. so Haley basically is Margot Robbie in Wolf of Wall Street right now yeah <laughs> oh yeah let me tell you something daddy's not gonna see it for a very very long time and you want to know something else oh god I've been just not wanting to wear underpants. <laughs> That's Haley right now. Yeah. I She's a Brooklyn. Transformed into the Duchess. The Duchess. <laughs> Duchess of Long Island. That's amazing. So. Anyways. That's movie, how I go with stress. The moves. The moves. The movie. The moves. Well, anyways, like I was saying. My mom and I saw that it was on and my mom had seen it before. Right. And she was, I was like, fired it fire was this down like, below. Was this a, like, a, a movie that, like, people knew of? Because it came yeah, out. Okay. My, yeah, back when it came out, my but it Was parents, it a big deal? It was, it was kind of a big deal. Okay. But that was because they, well, it, it was the time. It was the time. It takes place basically where my dad's from. In Kentucky. In Kentucky. Mm -hmm. North, specifically northeastern Kentucky. Right. And, um... It also there were there were a lot of fam famous people. There's in a our lot world, of it? famous people. There's the Lins are in it. The yeah, let's let's go down the list. Yeah. Um, let me t let me tell you <laughs> who all is in this film. We've got obviously the the man himself, Steven Stegall. You almost did what I did. Okay, I've been saying Steven Stegall because I'm really not super familiar with him. Mm -hmm. I've I've always heard of his name, but just didn't give a shit. Steven. Seagal. There you go. We've got him. Mm -hmm. We've got Marg Helgenberger. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's it's Marg or Marge. That's the blonde chick, right? That's the that's, that's the female the lady. lady. Okay. Yeah. If you're like, that name sounds familiar. She used to be on CSI. She's been in a lot. She yeah. has that face where you're like, I've seen at least one thing she's been in. Yeah. I'm gonna get into the um, musicians that were in this. Okay. Film. We've got Levon Helm, mm -hmm. who was, I have to tell you, mm -hmm. he is a, someone that I love. I know you do. I love Levon Helm. Yep. The band is one of my favorite bands. Absolutely. Um, he was the drummer for the band and did mm -hmm. a lot of the vocals. Mm -hmm. If you have not seen The Last Waltz. Watch it. Watch it, please. Then we have someone else that everybody knows I love. Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. We've got... Mark Colley. Uh-huh. We have Ed Bruce. Mm -hmm. We have Randy Travis. Randy T. As a pretty bad dude. Yeah, he plays a bad guy. He and plays... He, a, doesn't he get shot in the head? He gets shot in the neck. That's right. He gets shot in the neck. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he, like, though, is, like, a very, like, dapper Travis. Well, like, he's, yeah. he's, like, in a suit. Yeah. He's a bad dude. He is a bad dude. Mm-hmm. And he does it really well. He does it very well. Because you, you just, he's in it for like a very a short a amount of time. Yeah. But you're like, dadnabbit, Randy Travis. Yeah. I thought you were going to be good. Like, yeah. And then. The three wooden crosses my ass. Yeah. Then we've got, then we've got Marty Stewart. Yep. Oh, as himself. That. Yeah. He plays. Yeah. And Travis Tritt. Travis T. 
Yes. Working it in leather pants. All leather. All leather all day. Yes. In a casino. One might say he's a leather daddy. He's a leather daddy. I'm surprised that they didn't for that scene because Uh it was so like, it's pretty, it's an action-packed scene. I feel like if they would have used trouble, trouble, yeah, it would have been a moment. It would have been a moment. It would have. But I think they wanted to be a little more serious. Wait, was trouble out at this at that time a 1992 it was definitely out oh yeah it was out so maybe he wanted to promote maybe something part newer. of the yeah maybe that was part of the deal like he, mm-hmm. maybe they wanted him to do trouble and he was like i'm i'm gonna be doing doing something else yeah i'm gonna be doing some like new new material if, if i'm doing this i'm doing some new material i don't need to promote no old shit uh you know what trouble <laughs> is my past this is my future <laughs> this is my fire down blow is my Fucking future. Yes. <laughs> and that was the meeting. <laughs> we obtained actual clips of the meeting, the business meeting between the producers of this film and, and Travis Tripp, <laughs> who ran all of his own business meetings somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Does um, that make sense? Let's, okay. This was Haley. Yeah. I had no idea what this movie was going to be about. That, yeah. I had no idea. So, what? Well, okay, you say you have no idea. Did you have any kind of expectation, or did you just come into I, it like... No, I went into it thinking it was going to be awful. And uh-huh. to my surprise, I liked this movie. <laughs> and I would watch it again. Yeah. I would watch it on, like, a lazy, like, afternoon. Mm-hmm. If it was on, like, TNT, yeah. TBS. That's basically what happened. Whatever it's on, like... I'll watch it and eat some like Ritz crackers and cheese. Like it's that kind of movie. My mom, here's what she did. She's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to record this. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to Hardee's and get us some food. <laughs> and then when you get back, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Yeah. And then I watched it. I was like, <gasps> I think what really thrilled me about this film mm-hmm. is it had that Aaron Brockovich sort of story. A little bit. A little bit. What, why don't we give them, why don't we tell them? Yes. Okay. So the film starts off in a kind of a weird flashback. Very weird flashback. You see one of his colleagues mm-hmm. has gotten killed. Right. Should we say who what he Steven Seagal's yeah. character oh, that's, does? That's like, literally what I was about to say. Okay, perfect. Sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Just kinda you gotta let me get there, man. I'll, I'll let you get there. Um so Steven, his character Jack, mm-hmm. is an EPA agent. If you don't know what the EPA is, it is the United States Environmental Protection Agency. Right. And the wardrobe does not fit that too. No, it really doesn't because <laughs> the wardrobe is he, so confusing. He I would imagine now this might be a generalization. Absolutely go for it. But I would imagine that someone that works for the the EPA might not be the biggest fan of, like, leather or animal hides in terms of fashion. Yeah. But Jack almost exclusively only wears leather. Right. Yeah. I would think think they'd be a little more cash. Like... Oh, well... Even if they're not casual, they'd maybe be wearing a suit. Right. But not, like, a leather, like, blazer. 
and he, or trench coat. This was like a leather trench coat almost. He well, he had a lot of unique choices. He did. He Some had like, like a, a Native American flair. Native American flair, <laughs> like their Navajo like, prints. A, a, a wee bit, a wee bit of cultural <laughs> appropriation, just a little bit. <laughs> wee bit. That's that uncomfortable moment when you change your voice to make it less uncomfortable yes, yes. for everyone else yes when you say something that might be, change your voice if you are yes this is hey if you listen to this episode you want to take anything away from it yeah this is a tip from us to you yeah if you are about to say something that a might be a little controversial offensive offensive or might hurt someone's feelings. Change your fucking voice. Change your voice. It'll soften the blow. It will soften the blow. Say you want to you, you wanna get a divorce. Yeah. I like, don't really love you anymore. I don't love you anymore. I've hired a divorce attorney. <laughs> the more awful a statement it is, the weirder your voice needs Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know what to tell you. I wrecked into your car. Okay? I, I'm sorry. I just found out two days ago. I have terminal cancer i have maybe maybe at best about a month and a half to live we can, that too. <laughs> we can keep it for ourselves um anyway yeah, so um so yeah basically the show. all that to say change your voice you're you're golden you're it'll work every time yeah but yeah, he's an EPA agent, mm-hmm. and they're they're hearing about some like weird stuff going on. Yeah, like weird activity in in northeastern Kentucky in yeah. this like little community in northeastern Kentucky. Like kind of like like a like a Chernobyl. Something's going on. Like, I think at one point it Ch- it's Chernobyl. That's that's the name of the place. Yeah, but this. The, at some point, someone said cyanide. They allude to, like, these people being sick in this community. Yeah, there's some kids that are, like, in bed. But they really don't stick with it. Well, and you don't see anyone that's sick. Right. You just know that, like, people have been right. sick. And it's not like hills have eyes sick. No, just like, <laughs> I'm in bed. Right, right. But I've been in bed for, like, a month now. But, like, remember in Aaron Brockovich where that, the they people were, were sick. Oh, yeah, Like, they growing told extra you. tits and stuff. Yeah, like, well, I don't know if they were <laughs> growing a whole extra boob. They were, like, they were sick, though. They were born, like, the babies were being born with de- deformities. They gave us cancer they, in Aaron yes, Brockovich. Absolutely. They did not do that in Fire they Down Below. They did not take the time in Fire Down Below. They just told you, hey, this is really bad right and they allude to it being in the water yeah well they just they allude to it just being just being but he (laughs) tests the water right but um you but you you find out that there's this stuff happening in kentucky and then one of his one of his co-workers starts to investigate it but then he's he 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 gets he's dead. Right. He gets killed. Yeah, he gets killed. So they gotta send in the big guns. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, aka Jack Taggart. Right. Who is not a Southern man. No. No. Doesn't really fit in. Not at all. He stands out like a sore thumb. And what's weird is that they send him, like, 
they send him there. The town is called the the town is I guess called Jackson, Kentucky. I right. don't know that it, that they ever actually say that. Right. Okay. But that's what the town is called. Okay. Um, when he goes, you'd figure they'd put him up in like some sort of place. Yeah. Like a hotel or like a like a cabin or something. Pretty far out from where he's actually supposed to be. Where do they actually send him? To the basement of a church. Right. The basement of the church that everyone goes to. It's the town church. It's the town church. And the pastor is Levon Helm. Right. And it's like under the guise of oh he's just coming here to help yeah he's coming here to help you with your but they don't take too kindly to him they don't, being the, there it's like they can just sense that he's a like he's not their kind it's like they but it's not even that it's yeah. like they see him and they know this motherfucker's with the epa right we just know how would they know? and they, that yeah they leap they make a big leap <laughs> Now, they were right, because he is. Right. But they just, it's like they just knew. But here's the deal. Why would you be upset about that? Why would somebody in the EPA upset you? Because what is implied is that this company that's doing whatever they're doing, Mm -hmm. getting into the water supply with whatever chemicals, dumping chemicals. Right. Is like come in. You would think they'd be ecstatic that somebody was there to like. But the community was was getting money basically, right, from the company, right, run by, run by, Chris, Chris Christophe. Yeah, Chris. Now you find that out honestly later than I than I remembered. Yeah, in the movie, because at first you just you find out that. His son is like, there's someone here. I'm telling right. you, he's bad news. Right. This this don't look good, Dad. I'm telling right. you. Yeah. But <sighs> he comes in and he says, I'm just going to help y'all out. Right. D- do you have a porch that needs fixing? I can do it. Yeah. Do you have a roof that needs mending? I can mend it. I can mend it. You don't really... Look at him and get the sense this is a handyman. No. He has, like, nice clothes and, like, fancy boots. Yeah. And, well, compared to everyone else. Yeah. And he, well, he doesn't he look like to be, a handyman. Yeah, why is he? Yeah. It's like he's, what I believe he's trying to do is gain the trust. Of the community. Of the community. Mm-hmm. It's not really going very well. It's not going very well. Like, all the men in the community are basically like, something's off about this guy. Right. He's he's going to come in and here and cause trouble. There is a tinge. We talked about this. Yes. Now's a good time to bring this up. I think up. this is a good time to bring this up. So, kind of more and more as the, mov- as like the movie starts mm-hmm. to progress and you're seeing these run-ins that Jack... He's having with these men in the town. He's having with these men where they're like, we're going to beat you up, son. Right, right. We're going to whoop your ass. Right. Whatever they're... And clearly, they're, they're that's not going to work because it's... No one's going to kick his ass. It's I Steven mean, Seagal. It's Steven Seagal. No. Steven Seagal. God damn it. <laughs> it's not going to work. There's no questions. Mm-hmm. He's... 
you can't touch him. Yeah. But progressively, there's a lot of homoerotic tension. Absolutely. Between all of the men. All of the men. But not Steven. Not Not Steven. Steven, But like the men in the town. I don't know if you ever catch this. Mm -hmm. He'll make a little joke about something about gay right. things happening yeah like he like at one point he he's he looks at one of the guys he's like you got a pretty mouth boy right before he like whoops his ass right and then like later in the movie he's like telling chris christopherson's character this is like a massive skip forward yeah but he's chris christopherson is like i don't know how i'm gonna spend all this time in jail mm-hmm. and be and not have a woman in that time right and then steven's like well i have a very good friend his name is tyrone yeah and he's gonna make sure that you're very well acquainted with the ins and outs of prison society <laughs> yeah. so you're not gonna have to worry about yeah, that there was a lot of that basically threatening uh threatening rape right right <laughs> threatening rape, rape. Mm-hmm. to yeah. to this person that is probably just gonna go to a white collar prison do you think that was intentional that sort of tension or do you think that maybe it just was there i think it was just there mm-hmm. i don't know why it that happened yeah because i don't think there was supposed to be any of that yeah may, i mean maybe they were just all feeling each other i don't know maybe they're like ooh, who knows maybe it's that cool kentucky breeze that cool kentucky breeze <laughs> uh so Jack, yes, ends up meeting this girl. Yeah, he meets this girl who's the love interest. Yeah, sort of. No, she's the love. She's his yeah, love you interest. Think so? Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's like you. You can tell she's kind of like standoff. I think what he said about her as a like an actual person throws me off from her being his love interest. If that makes sense. Yeah. Do you want me to go ahead and? Say. Yeah, you might as well before we talk about it. Yeah. Um, first of all, S- Steven Seagal, he mm-hmm. said that he really enjoyed doing doing this movie mm-hmm. because it was a, quote, it was kind of an environmental movie. Yeah. Like, that's what he said, that he was like, I like doing it. It was kind of an environmental movie. Mm-hmm. And then he said he really enjoyed working with marge Mm -hmm. and this was leading lady leading lady this Mm -hmm. was exactly what he said okay here we go get ready while i don't think she's a physical spectacular drop-dead gorgeous woman at the same time she's a spectacular actress and he said her performance was wonderful i would have lost my shit if i were her i don't think it would have lost my shit but i would have been like he re- he had to say that. Yeah, why did you have to say that? Could yeah. you just not say I was a phenomenal actress? Just say that I'm a good actress. You don't was... have to make a comment about my physical appearance. Okay, but hang on. Was he married at the time to somebody? I'm not sure. So if he was married, maybe he had like some sort of tension with whoever he was with. Maybe. And that was a way of making it known that he did not have feelings for somebody. He was not married at the time. So he was just being an ass. Yes. Okay. 
Good he to was know. Just being an ass. Good to in know. In fact, he had just. It or looks, is he an ass, or is he just one of those guys that's probably like just extremely honest and like? No, he's an ass. You think so? Well, okay. it's not. It's not an. It's not really an. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been a lot of accusations come out against him. Oh, okay. There in, we go. Yeah. There we go. In this All most right. recent uh, canceled. Yes. He's probably not going to make a fire down below, too. <laughs> not that that would have happened in the first place, but, you know. Well, this is a weird storyline with this chick. It is. It, like, it's kind of unnecessary. Yeah, they, exactly. Like you, it's strange. You find out that, like, she was on trial because mm-hmm. she... Tried to kill her dad. Well, they were like, did, no... They thought that she killed her dad. That's right. Okay. They yeah. thought she killed her dad. Mm-hmm. And she was acquitted. And like mm-hmm. when she tried to move, then. But mind you, this was probably a nine-year-old girl. She no, was young, she was right? like a teenager. She was a teenager? Yeah. Okay. She was like maybe 15 or 16. Okay, so like she that. was a teenager. Yeah. Um, Like lots of weird stuff. And then she has this brother. That there's comes a weird into tension. town, and there's a very weird tension. With very the weird tension. In case y'all want to know, well, y- y'all need to visualize who the brother is. Mm-hmm. He was the main like villain bad guy in Avatar. Oh yeah, what a jump! I know what a fucking jump. Like you're in Fire Down Below, and then you're in Avatar, and then you're in Avatar. That is right. That is him. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Here we go. Literally, like, crazy. There's this really strange tension. Very weird tension. You kind of go, like, brother fucker. Well, not, no, 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 no. The, the way that you're saying it makes it sound like it was something that she wanted. Okay, sorry. The, what, what I got was that he, he was abusing her. Absolutely. In a... In a sexual way. Do you think he was still doing that to her? No. No, I don't think so. Because he made the comment, it'll go back to how things things were before before daddy Daddy died. Yeah. And so that would have been when she was younger. Yeah. Well, and then you find out that that my hypothesis was true. Yeah, absolutely. That was what happened and like... Steven eventually figures it out too mm-hmm. and he's like they have like a, a tense moment where yeah. they're under a like in a cave and he's like uh, hey uh just wanted to talk to you about something uh did you ever notice that like whenever you're around her she gets really tense and like nervous and yeah. uncomfortable and the brother's like oh no she she seems to be like that with most men. He's mm-hmm. like, no, she's not that way with me. Yeah. I think it's because you were doing this to her. Right. And then your dad found out. Mm-hmm. And he was going to tell. But then you decided, I'm 18 now. I'm not going to prison. So you killed him and put it on her. Yeah. Bingo. And he, like, he figured it all out without getting any kind of like background information or... Any right. any information beyond the fact that she was on trial for the dad's right. murder. Right. And was acquitted. Right. Um, so, yeah. You get the sense that Steven Seagal is physically supposed to be 
untouchable. Right. But also, the film is trying to cast him as, like, this genius. Right. Just this absolute genius. Yes, absolutely. Which didn't really... Like, he's got this mind power. Right. Let me give you a good example of this. It's the scene with the snakes. (laughs) I'm glad you brought this up, because I was was about to bring up the door. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get get to the door in a second. Okay. Um, so one of the hijinks mm-hmm. that occurs with, um, Stephen's interactions with the townsfolk that aren't taken too kindly to his presence. Right. Is that there are some rattlesnakes that were put into the basement of the church. Right. Like basically where he's. To kill him. Staying. Yeah. To either kill him or freak him out or a combination of the two. Yeah. And he, it's like he mentally becomes one with the snakes. Yeah. Like, and then he just, he grabs them both and then he puts them outside and then they go back to the shot after they were placed outside of them being back in the church, but it it has no need (laughs) to be there. There was a lot of those in this film. And then you find that you see that he, he takes those snakes and he puts them back in the truck. Yeah. Takes them into town, puts them in the truck of the people that put them there in the first place. Yeah, so he was a snake handler, too. Snake and grass. Oh, I'm really glad that I did that. Uh-huh. Because something that really needs to be brought up mm-hmm. is the fact that Stephen did a lot of the music yeah. for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He did a lot he of He had a lot music. of songs in this. Snake in the Grass being that's one right. of That's right, Snake in the Grass. Like... Snake in the grass. <laughs> Is that like this bluesy country rock yeah. kind of thing? It's weird. As an artist. What's weird is that it's not awful. It's not awful at all. It's it's actually quite good. It's weird. It's quite enjoyable. And you're like if you're like um it's got that like But bluesy, you just said it. Like, bluesy country rock vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what um what is funny, you cannot find this soundtrack in Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you can't. Nowhere at all. Yeah. Like, nowhere. Yeah. And in the scene that, like, Marty Stewart is in the film, they're playing guitar together, mm-hmm. and he's, like, he's playing guitar. Yeah. With Marty Stewart, and Marty's like, hey, look at that. Yeah, so he's, he's like, a man of many talents yeah. in this film. He contains multitudes. He does a lot. <laughs> he does a lot of stuff. Um, so, yeah. The movie basically is, like... the. It's hard to follow. It's hard to follow, but it's easy to put it in a nut. Like, I can, I can tell you what the movie is about in one sentence. Okay? Go f- do it. Steven Seagal, mm-hmm. EPA agent, yeah, trying to save a town from becoming frogs, basically, <laughs> and saves the day, and the town saves, and gets the girl, and gets the girl. Yeah, it's it's as simple as that. He manages to come in, yeah, save this, basically save this town from itself, right. Save this town from Chris Christopherson. Yeah, and convinces this, Chris Christopherson's son to turn on him. And this pedophile, like and save the town saves, from this pedophile. Saves this woman from her pedophile ass brother. 
who set her bees on fire. This brother also set that church on fire, yes, too, in the film. Yes, and kills Levon Helm! He kills him. Also, can we talk about, there is one scene in this movie where the brother yes. locks, the sister runs into this closet. Yeah, well, the, yes, this is after she has seen that the church has been set ablaze. And then her, her bumblebees. Bee, she, she, she's a beekeeper, she's a beekeeper. And, and sells honey. She, her, her, her beehives, like her, her bee in flames has been set ablaze. Yes. And so she's freaking she's out. Horrified. She's freaking out. The brother comes to the house and he's, he's like, like being aggressive with her and, and telling it. her things are going to go back to the way they used to be. Basically. Yes. I'm going to get back with you again. Right. And she's like scared to she death. She's scared to death. She like runs into this like room oh. off the side of the kitchen. It looks like it's maybe a bathroom. Right. Or like a closet. But it looks like she locks herself in. But then no, you realize. No. She, it's a room that locks from the outside. Right. Why would you hide in a, in a room, room that, that locks, locks from, from the, the outside? outside? That is so, very, that is like not good. No. So this dumbass goes in this room that's then, being locked from the outside. The brother locks, locks her in. They specifically show the brother locking the door. She cannot get out. She can't get out. This bitch is stuck in this room for a whole night. She is stuck in there. Okay. But then when Jack shows up to save, to save the, her, this the door is unlocked. <laughs> motherfucker just opens the door. They, they show the door and there the lock is unlatched. So at what point, because they don't, they show him walking up to the door. It's not like. It doesn't cut. It doesn't cut. They no. show him walking up to the door. Yes. And when he walks up to the door, he it is opens unlocked. this door. He, he just, opens the door. There is no unlocking of this door. It is just wide open. It's not like the their door has somehow gotten stuck. No. It's not like that. It, it's not like she chose. She knew the brother left. Yeah. She did not choose to stay in that side bathroom closet pantry off the kitchen. And here is what I love more than anything. Any like, well, not anything. But I love this part so much. When she hears that there is someone outside. Yeah. She doesn't know who it is. No, it could she have been the brother. It could have been the brother. It could have been she anyone. She can't see. But she starts yelling, yelling. yelping. She starts yelping. Yelping. And I'm gonna I'm about I'm gonna back up the microphone mm -hmm. and kind of recreate the noise that she makes. Do it. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, I'll tell you what I want, whatever they <laughs> <Yeah>. really want. <laughs> that is exactly what Basically, she's a spice fucking girl Basically, in the pantry. She starts singing, Will You Be There from the damn pantry. <laughs> and then Jack comes in and she's like, When to become one. It's some love like I've never been loved before. Okay. Yeah. So, it was fucking closet unlocked. Yeah. It's the, lo the lock. Is not locked, it's and he not. just opens the door. He just opens it. That was a that was a flub. That was a massive, massive continuity error. Yes, because it makes her like a damn dumbass. It makes her look like a dumbass, and like, yeah, that closet did not unlock itself. No, a ghost. And didn't if it did, do it. she would have run away. But I'm telling you, this bitch is kind of weird though, too, because 
her the doll collection she had on her couch freaked me out. Yeah, she has that some... was a that was a strange taste. But if she had been like you know, abused and and things like that, maybe she just wasn't I don't She know. had some issues. Well, she she didn't get out of that damn pantry. She Bathroom, didn't get No, she didn't. Closet. No. No, she did not. Yeah. So basically, he saves the day. Travis Tritt sings a song that's not trouble. At this casino. At this casino. It kind of sounds up, bang, like bang. trouble, though. Kind of sounds like trouble. It's fast-paced like trouble. A little bit. His let's, outfit is perfect. Let's tell them about Randy Travis's scene. Okay. So this is at a point where this is after... Well, what? Let me let's explain what happens to the brother. Yeah, perfect. The brother tells Jack, he's like, you know, I have the blueprints for where they're keeping all these chemicals, Mm -hmm. and I'll take you down there and show you myself. And like at this point, you know, well, he's obviously in on what's going well, he's on. Tr- he's, tr- he's trying to trick Steven's character. Yes, because you hear Chris Christopherson, he's like, I want that place sealed up tonight, and I want him in it. Right. Like, I want him dead. But we don't know the correlation of those two or how they're tied together. You just no. know they're tied together. And yeah. the whole town's kind of tied together in this weird yeah, way. Yeah, because they've, they've been... They've all been there. It's a small town. They all know each other. They have been profiting right. off of it because that's something that he says. He's like, the the satellite that they're paying for, the new TV or computer that they bought you. Is that worth your life? Isn't going to be worth the problems that will come if you don't like, band together against like this Like fucking bladder cancer. Yeah. An extra titty. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it, basically, like, yeah. they're going to have, like, these deformities yeah. pop up and... Boom. It's not worth it. Like, it may be nice right now, but in the long run, when it's your hospital bills nice. get to be, like, millions of dollars. Yeah. Then. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Then, then you're going to wish that y'all would have done something. That fucking janky-ass TV with satellite. The Toshiba you've the got Toshiba right there. The Toshiba you've got is not going to mean jack shit. The fact that I remembered that name. Toshiba. 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 Oh, we're going <laughs> to cut that. <laughs> This is gonna be an editing nightmare for your ass. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that that TV is not gonna mean nothing. Anything. Yeah. So Jack, t- Jack takes him down under this cave where these chemicals are being right held, and that you can see that like all these dudes are jumping him and right. They come out of nowhere. They come out these of nowhere. Eight dudes and like. That's, Steven, nothing, that's like, nothing for him. Beats the shit out of all of them, like with his hands tied behind his back, sitting on a swivel trigger. Yeah, like it's fine, it, and he escapes, but the brother doesn't, right. and like the cave collapses on him. Right, and there's also a weird truck scene where the truck flies off the yeah. cliff. Yeah, there's a there's a car chase. There's a car chase involving Steven Seagal in like a pickup truck, right, and like an eighteen wheeler, right. And the 18, it's a Mack truck. Yeah, it literally like a little a big Mack truck. A big fucking Mack truck. That a big Mac. A big Mac. <laughs> well, it makes me think of WAP. A big Mac. I want you to park that big Mack truck <laughs> right in this, this little, little garage. garage. <laughs> um, anyways. 
I was thinking the Whopper when you said that. Yeah, well, it's Burger Song Burger. I was like, Burger King? One might say we're in a burger sandwich. Burger sandwich. Anyway, So there's this weird car chase. Yeah. The car, like... the Well, it's a truck chase, really. It's a, it is a truck chase, you're the right. The Mack truck is chasing Steve, Steven and they, there were several different crashes that occurred yeah. in which the person... In the pickup truck would have been dead. Absolutely. Because the the truck like pins him up against these rocks and like it's a whole thing. But somehow the um, somehow Steven tricks the truck like the Mack truck driver into driving off of a freaking ledge. It's like a cliff. You know what it reminded me of? Um, Do you remember like Roadrunner? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like he's just right he's off the just cliff. standing there, letting this truck driver think you're gonna get me, and then he just walks over. Here's to the, left. the deal, though: if the truck driver would have got him anyways, it was a suicide mission. Yeah, because his body wouldn't stop the full truck from flying off the cliff. No, and anyways, yeah, he. So this he motherfucker's was an idiot. Right away. An idiot. Yes. So and and Stephen was banking on the fact that this dude was a dumbass. He knew he was a dumbass. Absolutely, he knew. <laughs> God. And d- at one point during this truck chase, Stephen kicks his front windshield out as he's driving. As he's driving, he takes his leg. That's a power move. Hoists it up somehow. Hoists it up. <laughs> yes, he hoists his leg up, kicks the. <laughs> freaking windshield out i've never <laughs> seen anything like it before in my life until lobster water and unless i see lobster water <laughs> it's incredible it's an incredible it's scene and those i don't know those if- moments to me made the movie oh, but yeah. i'm gonna tell you for me my can you guess what my favorite scene is in this whole fucking movie i'm really i'm really thinking about it okay really think about this <laughs> i my mind was blown by this when I saw it, I was like, this shit is cool. Um, was it the cigar? No, it wasn't the cigar. What was it? Are you talking about when he throws it? Yes. Okay, like, it wasn't that part. No. Yeah. It was the green. Like, yes! Bio, like. Yes! They it, show a clip. They show, they show the chemical. It's the brightest, like, most scary looking like radioactive green it it reminded me of roger rabbit yes it reminded it see it reminded you of roger rabbit uh-huh it reminded me of batman and robin okay it was cool you gotta yes. admit for the it was like 90s like they what they did it was an intense like vibrant like radioactive looking fucking green they probably had some sort of just like bioluminescent pigment yeah absolutely. and then used a black light i was into it i thought it was cool yeah it was i mean it was when i saw that i was like whoa it was visually stimulating and you definitely yes. got the sense that whatever that was, was toxic it was toxic very toxic <laughs> gonna kill you yes if that's what cyanide looks like don't yeah. get your hair don't get your hands on the cyanide yeah don't don't be going no, nowhere near it don't be going nowhere near don't, the cyanide. don't be going nowhere near it no so that's the movie. No, we need to tell about <laughs> Randy Travis. Oh yeah. So yeah, we got we got all, we got all caught up. But Randy Travis. So this what ha- 
This is after the brother mm-hmm. is killed. Right. Um, Jack is trying to take the the girl right. into like protective custody mm-hmm. because she's gonna. What was her name in the movie? It's Sarah. Okay, that's right. It is Sarah. Okay. So her Sarah, he's trying to get Sarah into like protective custody. Mm-hmm. And he is like, I'm going to hand you off to these agents. Mm-hmm. Agents of chaos. Agents. I'm going to hand you off to these agents. They're going to, they're really going to, they're, they're going to take care of you. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like the moment he says that, his spidey senses start taking. Yeah, he's like, his little ponytail starts shaking. shaking. Yeah. (laughs) That thing. (laughs) That thing, it just starts flapping. It starts waving in the wind. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I should not have said that. Let me back up real quick. Well, by the time that he, that his, his ponytail senses start waggling, Mm -hmm. he... They they have these two gentlemen have already taken off yeah. with Sarah in the car and these two gentlemen include yep. Randy Travis right and this other dude yeah and not they, Randy Travis not who is not Randy Travis <laughs> right he does not have a double role no so he follows them and somehow they get stopped at this gas station yeah. and they're inside the gas station they are inside the gas station randy has taken sarah inside the gas station hostage has a gun to her head yeah holding her they go into this like gas station restaurant and he's like everybody get out of here everyone out everyone mm-hmm. get out mm-hmm. and steven is like i've got to get this girl yeah so he he runs in sarah is still with Randy. Mm-hmm. Randy is like dragging Sarah into this like closet. Right, right. Jack, aka Stephen, mm-hmm. shoots through this wall mm-hmm. and shoots Randy Travis through in the, the neck. neck. Yeah, through, through the, the neck. neck. Doesn't harm a thing other nope. than Randy Travis. Nope. So we are we are okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little checklist here. Yes. We are to believe this man is an EPA, an EPA agent who is basically like an environmentalist, an environmentalist superhero, basically, who is a handyman, a handyman has the mind, the mind of a genius, a musician who can see through freaking walls to shoot Randy Travis in the neck. Yeah, he's unstoppable. Yeah. I'm telling you, I watched this movie and I walked away a Stephen C fan. Like it's an S. A Stephen S well, Seagull C. Oh. A Stephen C fan. S E A. Yeah. Okay, I, got I walked it. away being a fan. Yeah. I'll watch more of his movies now because I think he's a badass. You need to watch Today You Die. I have never seen a Stephen Seagal movie. Well, until fire down below. Yeah. It made me a fan. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes, with your 11%. Yeah, they <laughs> rated this 11%. <laughs> this is a movie worth watching. It's rated lower than Country Strong. Yeah. But I would rather watch this than Country Strong. There's just, like, more, like, There's going more on. There's more to it. Like, it holds your attention. It does, because you're like, whoa, where what did is that this? come from? Like, what is happening? Did he just take those snakes by the neck and gently, he gently yes. placed them outside? But I will tell you, I'm slightly obsessed with, like, 
like the Fukushima thing and like Aaron Brockovich and like those like weird things that get into people's bloodstream that because cause of them, companies. Yes, because of companies. I find it really interesting. Like money is worth more than somebody's life and health and it just is crazy to me, but I tend to enjoy like movies like that where mm-hmm. there's some sort of like underlining like like what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you're, I'll just keep it real. Yeah. If you're trying to, like, watch the the harrowing story of, of a town that's fighting against a company uh-huh. because they're doing harm with chemicals and, like, really get the nitty gritty of it, uh-huh. this is not the movie for that. I know. Yeah. It's really not. It's really not. Don't like, watch this it. Is, <laughs> this is about Steven Seagal whooping some country ass. Yeah. Um, if I smoked pot, this would be a pot, like my, my, this would be your pot movie. This would be my pot movie. Okay. I'd just be like stoned and just watch it. Okay. You know, I can see that. Yeah. Like grab some Cheetos, sit mm-hmm. on the couch, watch people kick ass. Oh yeah. And like he, he fall will- asleep like 20 minutes into it and then wake up like 20 minutes before it ends and just be like, that's a great movie. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Oh, how'd we get here? How'd we get here? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's definitely what that is. Yeah, um, yeah. This movie isn't uh, is a, is a sight. It's a sight, and for sure. the between the music and all the the country stars, Chris Christopherson does not look very good in this movie. He does not shine like he normally does. I no. will say that. No, 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 no. He this does. Is, he doesn't. This is not his high point. This is not his high point. I will tell you a high point for me though mm-hmm. was Sarah's fashion. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was like grungy country girl a high point for me was mm-hmm. levon helm mm-hmm. i feel like he was the person that was the most believable yeah he was the most believable but i, I am also I kinda, very biased i kind of thought though as far as like believable characters mm-hmm. the the son of chris christopherson was pretty believable yeah being that kind of like skeezy, he's ratty skeezy, dude, but you see that his dad treats him like shit, right? And he's like, and you, there's like some like tenderness for him, like you yeah, feel bad, like, like cause he, his dad can like cut to his core. Absolutely, he all he wants to do is, is make his dad. his dad happy and make his dad proud, and he's going to sacrifice his Everything. beliefs, his morals, just to gain the respect of his father, who's a high powered man. Yeah. Who has a lot of women in his life, oh, too. Oh, God, We yeah. left out that. We did. He has a bedroom in his office. He has a harem. Yeah. There, there is no every, doubt that this man has a harem. Every scene, like every other scene, he's with a different woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every scene. You're like, whoa. Chris. Yeah. It's... And other than that, I mean, other than Sarah, there's no other female character in this movie. Well, there's the lens. <laughs> the lens, yeah. Which, but, but that barely counts. Cause yeah, they're, they're in like, it for like one second. Aren't they like selling yeah. ham and jam and shit somewhere? Yeah. Like, it's it's like you would not know. Somebody would have to be like, oh, that's the lens. And that's what happened. I told Which Haley I, went, oh, that's Loretta Lynn's granddaughters. Well, and no, I was her like, daughters. That's right. You were like, oh, th- that's Loretta Lynn's daughters. And I was like, the lens? Because yeah. I remember them when I was a kid their band mm-hmm. i think their hit was called i'm in or mm-hmm. something like that definitely don't look like that they they were very blonde in that band mm-hmm. so is that the movie that's pretty much the movie 
All right, everybody. It's that special time. It is. And it's an even more special time because... It is. Mutual dedication. dedication. And that mutual dedication is to the one and only... Randy Travis. Randy Travis. He... He was, I mean, the podcast we named Whatever and Never Amen off of his song Forever and Never Amen. Yeah. So, like, Randy, we owe you. We owe you the podcast. We owe you the podcast. Yeah. It's for you. It is for you. (laughs) This podcast is for you. And your acting is great. You are a very believable bad guy. You are a very believable bad guy. Yeah. Like, and you're such a, like, your song choice is amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Three Wooden Crosses, I think, changed a lot of people's lives. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um, Forever and Ever, Amen. Love that song, too. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we we love Randy Travis. We he do. is an absolute classic. And mm-hmm. really, at the time that he got popular, was a big throwback for people. Absolutely. In the country world. And I just, you know. He was kind of a bad boy, too, I've heard. Like... Yeah. Growing up, like, I think he was in, like, juvie or something like that. Like, he wasn't a good kid. Like, mm-hmm. he he was pretty troubled, but he mm-hmm. his voice is incredible. Yeah. Just one of the, the classic mm-hmm. voices of country music mm-hmm. that was a perfect, you know, perfect segue from the old school into the new school with yeah. country. So, Digging Up Bones, that's a great song, too. I was, yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a Randy Travis song that they love if they love country music. Yeah, mine is Forever and Ever, Amen. Mine is too. <laughs> it's it's you know his mo- it's his most famous song, but it's yeah. it's so good. It's perfect. Yeah, we love Randy Travis. We Thank you. you so much for all of your amazing work. Thank you. All right, everybody. That concludes our seventeenth episode. One seven seven heaventh baby yes 17th episode of whatever and And never never. amen Amen. Um, make sure to follow us on instagram and follow us on facebook Hmm? and tiktok yeah we have a tiktok we have a tiktok now tiktok is like blowing up well (laughs) a little bit i'm i have some i have i have some stuff down the pipe yeah follow us on instagram facebook tiktok um give us uh, ideas if you have any you can yeah. dm us any of your ideas let's just say some 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 really cool things are coming mm-hmm. up into the future absolutely this podcast. yes absolutely season two season two is is you is know on its way is on its way we're taking two weeks off yep the we're take two weeks week off of christmas mm-hmm. and the week of new year's and then probably just around the time we'll get COVID. Yeah, probably just around the time we'll that, get COVID. Yeah, or the flu or some major like, you know. I, I will say not to, you know, knock on wood here. Knock on wood. But I get sick every Christmas. I do too. After Christmas, I always get sick. Oh, I am always sick on Christmas Day. Yeah. I am very sick on Christmas Day. Yep. And then I'm fine. Yeah, Christmas Eve, you kind of like start to get like that tingle in your throat and like oh, a little bit that, of a stuffy nose. Not that kind of sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not that kind of sick. We need to explain the break. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're taking a little two-week break mm-hmm. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have new episodes on 
the week of Christmas Mm -hmm. and the week of New Year's. Mm -hmm. But then that following week, Mm -hmm. season two drops, y'all. We're going to blow your fucking minds. We're going to blow your minds. Absolutely. So just get ready. Get ready. Good night. Good night.